And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. I really think it's important to become a better man and to assist others if we can with that. Mankind is welcomed to increase. This is true. However, some of us have to struggle for a little while. And a long while. Sometimes the struggle is different for others. Sometimes people get closer and share their struggles, so it is that we are not that far apart and our struggles are not so different. We can try to bridge that gap, that our struggles are not so different. This, I believe. We really can. And there are some of us that have, some of us have different, unique struggles. Like, some of us have the same struggles. We struggle with... Uh, we gotta work and um, bring some money for a purpose. You know, different things. Let me pause right there and let's talk about purpose real quick for a moment before we continue to go on. Purpose. What is the purpose of life? Let me ask you, sagest people, this. Jesus is the way, the truth, the light, and the life. 
he is so that's the way of life do you know Jesus that well there you go there's your question mark if you want the purpose of life answered it's only going to come through Jesus here's why you can't figure out Jesus he can reveal himself to you the father and Jesus are God you think you can figure out even a single way a single idea of his a a single purpose that he has intended if it's for his own if doing all this for himself or that's talked about he does he did all this to show is all made that creation worship him well look at how he lets us not worship him if we choose so the purpose of life <clears throat> you can never figure that out You'll never figure that out. It's a huge mystery because Jesus is life. He's where it came from. He's the beginning. So anything that he is choosing to really involve himself with, that is what is living. That's what's alive. You have to involve yourself with Jesus. Jesus has to be involved with you for there to be life. Here's the other interesting thing about this. Some of us are dead to life. Some of us are dead to sin. But either way, dead. You're dead if you're dead to life. You're dead if you're dead to sin. The thing is this. Your life is hidden away in Jesus. That is a huge notion that... Figure out what that means. That is way more interesting. And, sincerely, involving you. So... Don't try to figure out the purpose to life. That's never going to be answered without him revealing this. Because he is life itself. A true believer understands that they are dead. Regardless, if you are in Jesus or not, you're literally dead. He... Like, imagine a puppet couldn't move without him doing it. That kind of thing. However, there's more life to us than that, so that's a terrible example. Sincerely, never use that. That is, I'm serious. Do as I say, not as I do. I'm not even, and I'm not doing it. I'm not going to go into an example, a deep example of that puppeteer crap. No. This is different. He welcomes us to learn life so don't wonder what the purpose of life is right now that would be ridiculous to put much on that even any on that because that's not what you need to be since he's life his purposes are his own you need not worry about his purposes what are your purposes what's the purpose of you here <laughs> why are you what are you doing down here <laughs> you know what are you, what are, why are you 
here. What's your purpose? I want to know. He wants to know. <laughs> Remember? He could say, I never knew you. So, you know, what's your purpose? Is your purpose to be known of God and God known of you and the world known of God? God known of the world because of you in this world but not of it? What is your deal? So, worship is a huge question. What is worship of God you choosing to endure until the end is worshipping him that is something he commanded so if you're doing it you're doing a commandment that's a really nice thing gives you a sense of purpose he gave you a direction go and endure what what am I going to endure you'll find out <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to reel back in. That is so true. What's the purpose? You'll find out. So now that having been said, let's go to verse 2 of every clean beast. Count this as most of what you read, remember, foreshadow. While we are in Genesis, this is a fat foreshadow, (laughs) right? So get ready. Get ready to be wowed by God. When you look for foreshadows, he's really interesting. If you look for him on paper, it's not that interesting. The Holy Bible is not the word. He is the word. Jesus is the word. He's alive. This is paper. Do you see that? Do you guys, you pastors see that? That's a lot of spilled ink. People were saying, what's the purpose? Your closest chance at figuring that out without him revealing is reading the Holy Bible. And you're not going to get that answer. He's just going to lead you through worship. You don't know what you're doing. What's worship of the Father? I think only one knows that. The high priest knows. So you are going to get spoiled. And you're going to notice the foreshadows and what he sees about you your existence could become a foreshadow of what is to come are you getting gravity yet here we go of every clean beast thou shalt take of thee by sevens there's a large number there sevens pretty uh, on a scale of one to ten sevens pretty big the male and his female and of beasts that are not clean oh he's gonna keep clean and unclean and do something with them? Something miraculous? What's this about? By two. Less, though. He keeps more of the clean beasts. Right? And he does something with miraculous with the, the by sevens of clean. And he does something miraculous of by twos with not clean. So you guys who are worried about how bad off you are, you ever heard of Paul? Have you ever heard? I mean, you know what? Just read the Holy Bible and you're going to feel better about yourself. Paul, Paul will teach you some things. Let Paul teach you about humilities. And they are what help you be comforted. Peace comes through humilities. You guys are scrambling. 
You got people that are on edge. They just can't stop squirming. They got to be stimulated. You guys don't know the solution? Take a walk. Have some clean water. Let's walk around here. He takes clean. He takes the 144,000 virgins. And he takes the rest of us and cleans us all. Of fowls also of the air by sevens. And male and female to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. Do you realize how much he's asking you to do? He wants you to put in three. He'll put in the seven. The birds do much of the tilling. I'm sorry, much of the seeding. You guys are getting taken care of. He blessed those fish. You think those fowls don't want to eat blessed fish? And then they spread that on. But we got we got all right all we have to do is take care of this just just take care of it put in your three he'll put in the seven for yet seven days and i will cause it to rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights that doesn't seem so bad you know for what's big deal 40 you know big deal water goes up water goes down fancy what are you guys worried about this flood that didn't even happen what's the significance if there is something to look at well for you who are willing to sit your butts down and stop being so proud and thinking you guys are making your own way and directing your own little feet that are not tried like brass know this 40 days and 40 nights is significant. Your pastors are telling you this too. One of the things that you will detect <clears throat> excuse me from a pastor that you're not I just I don't really sense it in myself. I know myself a lot better than I used to. I learn a lot watching. But I don't consider myself like pastors. Which I highly esteem. Which is why I'm hypercritical of myself and critical of them. This is why I want to hear them say certain things and not things that hurt my feelings. Because I'm surprised to hear them say that because doctrine never let, sound doctrine never led them to that place. That being said, I do highly esteem them and I listen. I don't not listen. You guys tune in to them. Sunday at your local parish well <clears throat> one of the best things that I see going for those men that I hold in high esteem 
because I didn't have it and I don't claim to have it now and that might be something like if a pastor tuned into this for example they would not be very comfortable with me doing this on here some of them might even acknowledge some of the content that I'm saying but not, might not dig my presence that much here's why I don't hold the gospel in good conscience like those pastors do. And that's why you like to return to them for sure. You should be... I, maybe you didn't know that was an X factor, part of the X factor to what you were getting out of this. But those men hold the gospel in good conscience, whereas I do not. I had a seared conscience and now quickened I have this <clears throat> I don't have the mysteries of the gospels in good consciousness I crave the um, revelations of those mysteries deeply I want those mysteries resolved that can be in the rest of them that I know because he has not hidden only my life away, but the Father has hidden Christ's life away in himself. So this is a huge hierarchy. Wait, wait, wait your turn. Wait, wait, wait your turn. You know what I'm saying? That's wait. That's one turn. You wait the next turn, you have to wait again. Then there's a third turn, you wait that turn. The fourth turn's your turn. Wait, wait, wait your turn. Wait, wait, wait your turn. This is what this is. You get a quarter on the dollar. <laughs> All right? This is what we get. This is we get what we get. You get You get a little quarter. You get your three, he puts in his seven. And you have to be going fine. You can use you can use this instrument however you want to. I'll wait. And you know some of us don't. I, I, and I, this is what I'm saying. There are people that hold the gospel in good conscience. I don't claim to be one of those. They would detect that and be like, I don't like them. However, the content that's true that I say, they would go, I like that. <laughs> they wouldn't care much for me, right? It's the presence that they want. The the bread of life, the presence. And so that's what they want. They would take me, as soon as they get everything they got out of me, they'd throw me aside. Fine, thanks for that good gift. Now give me you, Jesus. I don't, I'm not... You know, I'm not actually what you would call a patient man. Um, you could call me now a clean man that has a history that's dirty. And I have to stay away from certain peoples to keep not so I don't touch an unclean thing. I have to resist interacting with some people because they reject Jesus so much and they defile themselves so much that they offer me bad bread. 
bad water, bad money, bad, 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 bad. So now we're in danger of saying Raka. Do you see how quickly we can kind of identify? You're right, you gotta stay away from them. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we saying in our heart of hearts Raka to our brother saying bad pro- bad brother producing bad? And then you are doing condemnation of a person. We are stuck in a glass jar together. He poked some holes in the top of the tin so the worms could breathe. So it is that he is not a boy on an anthill with a magnifying glass for the use of setting you up for uh, failure. No, you reject that which is good, sound, doctrine, and instruction from that source that is on you you can choose to by not sending pride far from you you will send him far from you and then people can go but that would be a contradiction it says he's always with us consider this route consider and just here's one way to think about it in a scientific scriptural way (laughs) you know like if I was developing you know a hypothesis right that's why I say my hypothesis would be Jesus is waiting for something as well and we need to wait while he waits for he sees something we do not. And he went. It says that imagine it as if it is a, the father is like one that went into a faraway country and returns and they need to be ready when he comes back. That's what this is. The, there is so much evidence of God's existence even that somehow. There is a half of the people that are against God are believers. A quarter of them are lukewarm. A quarter of them are deliberately believing them and go, I want to do the dirt, man. I like the unclean. I'm sticking to it. He says, I can. I can choose that and have this one little blip. They are people that's, that buckle up for a rodeo. And that's it. They want eight seconds. I'll give you 10. He'll give you eternity. There's more to say to this.
we have to be willing to watch for his evergreen pasture. He's going to dish out one day and he's going to take his kingdom with him and he's going to come back with the evergreen pasture, right? We don't want to miss that. How do you... So think about this. How do you watch for a coming that you're going to be coming with him in? How do you watch for the coming that is coming at you and you're with the coming that's coming at the watchers? How do you accomplish this? I'm going to give you an odd parable about being worms in a glass jar. All right. We have to watch for his coming. He's in a faraway country. When he returns, it's going down. Here's the thing because he said, Look for my coming. And people don't do it. And that's enough for the place to be defiled. That means the whole current kingdom of heaven and the current earth are going to be defiled in such a way because of what's coming. The abomination of desolation is going to defile what we call the universe is his throne and we are literally below his very favorite chair in the entire heavenly kingdom. His favorite chair that he comes back to. He has places to go in his kingdom. He can go into many far places and come back and do things However, he has a favorite chair and a favorite spot in this thing we like to brazenly call the universe. Ask the universe, and it'll give you nothing. Get nothing, lest it come from the Father. You'll find out. Because that's what you need. You want to live like that, by the way. I don't want it lest it came from him because then I would know it would be pure. If it comes from him, it's a pure thing. And I can, that, and if it comes from someone else, that was a really nice gesture, but I want that which is given from the Father and that which I know is clean. Here's the thing it all gets defiled. So we get a new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem, the whole place. This current heaven, let me just say this. I'm going to get on your languages. I think this should help. This universe is going to be defiled soon by a very dirty act. A very filthy occurrence in history occurs, and the entire universe is defiled. And he goes, garbage, get rid of it. He's in a far country right now because we didn't obey. Some of us, that's all it takes for the whole thing to be defiled. So now we're talking about an enigma. What are you saying, man? Just say it. 
this is a huge mystery that I do hold with a type of good conscience. He is literally going to, because of there even being any that rejected him at all, the whole thing's going in the garbage can, and he's going to make a whole new thing, and it's going to be ever perfect. He, this, he said, was a good work. The thing he's about to pull out is a perfect work, right? He saw it was good. Take it up a notch. He says we can abandon the doctrine because we go on to perfection. We leave the doctrine. You guys aren't ready. Get ready. Get in the doctrine and get ready to leave it eternally. But you have to know it now. Right? Right. How do we go on into perfection? I'm going to give you a weird parable. It's the best I've got because I don't, I can never figure out a single way. But this is something that could help you guys draw closer to wonder about that single way. And then he might reveal to one of us. He may reveal to one of us. He will reveal to one of us. Somebody he's going to give some type of information to. Just wait. So here's what we know. Imagine him coming back from that faraway country because there was someone who didn't obey and wait for him and watch carefully, just even one. But there were more than one. The children of disobedience, right? He's going to come back. Imagine we are worms in a glass jar to some respect. He's going to come back and he is going to be so done with this defiled creation and not strive any longer. He's going to literally come back to the place and just start throwing jars of worms on the ground because there's not enough time. The time is up. And so why would he be busting jars of worms? Because he can't open them in time with his hands. There's not enough time to go through every shelf, open up all of the butterflies and let them out, and the, all of the, the different wonderful things, right? Before he burns the place to the ground. Because it's been defiled. He's done with it. Even the father is going to burn it down with a match. Are you pyros out there getting getting into what I'm talking about? He's the first pyromaniac. Do you see this? He was the first pyromaniac and went, I'll burn the whole place down over that. Not any sin. Zero. And we have to be uncomfortable with it. Dead to sin. It is uncomfortable. It is unclean. You think he doesn't have a... I don't... My passion is a blip of his. This is a foreshadow of his kindled anger. He is going to show you this place is done for. So he can't open the jars in time because he's setting a match 
Why would he bust the jars open? Why wouldn't he just burn the place down? Because he's a good father with love of critters too. And little things. He's going to open up the cages and let the menagerie roll out. Gone. Everything's going to be moving. He's going to. You don't have time to open those jars of butterflies and worms and all the different things that he's caught. He's going to smash them open. Whatever gets out, gets out. Whatever gets out of the fire gets out. The rest of it's saved. He told them to be ready. He told us. And he told those children of disobedience. It is us versus them. They do not want, they want to take you with them. The children of disobedience, I am not talking about you that have sinned against the Father. I'm talking about some unholy angels that want to mess around. Those children of disobedience. Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is at hand!